I'd like to read you an article from the October issue of the Christian Womanhood magazine. It's by Barbara Zaris, While America Panicked. Business was booming in New York City. Wall Street was at an all-time high. Unprecedented economic growth and unparalleled prosperity had catapulted America's poor into a strong labor market and the middle class into affluent suburbia. Across the country, the pervasive culture of materialism had created a self-satisfied facade of safety, security, and sufficiency. But Jeremiah Lanford knew better. The successful 48-year-old businessman whose spiritual insight enhanced his business knew that life was more than dollar signs. As paychecks rose, church attendance fell. He understood that the current generation reared in a spiritual vacuum was an empty, decadent, imploding mass of lost humanity. Politically, the country, sharply divided for decades, was a ticking time bomb. Slavery was the representative poster child for a satanic, clandestine power struggle bent on national destruction. Seemingly, the divided country were irreconcilable, Civil war threatened. Jeremiah lost no time. Dedicating himself to the Lord, he left his business and devoted himself entirely to inner-city evangelism by visiting homes, distributing Bibles, and witnessing on New York City streets. Despite a discouraging response, Jeremiah persevered, immersing himself in personal prayer, begging for a special work of the Holy Spirit to effect salvations and spiritual renewal. Then it happened, August 14, 1857. A financial earthquake shook the nation when a large New York City bank failed. The nation was stunned. Sensing God's timing, Jeremiah announced a weekly prayer service where downtown New York City business owners and workers could call on God and pray for spiritual awakening. He personally passed out 20,000 invitations to the events. Now, that's a lot of events for one person to do. You understand that now wouldn't be that much because we have social media, but wow. On Wednesday, September 23rd, 1857, at 12 noon, Jeremiah entered the North Dutch Reformed Church on the corner of Fulton and William Streets in New York City to hold the first prayer meeting. The room was empty. Undaunted, Jeremiah fell to his knees and began to pray. At 12.30, he heard the shuffling of shoes on the stairs. One man appeared, then another, another, and another, until there were six, representing five different denominations, all lifting their voices to the throne of grace. The following weeks were tumultuous. On September 30th, 14 men prayed. On October 7th, 40 men prayed. Encouraged, the men decided to meet every day just to pray. God responded. On October 14th, 1857, 18 more New York City banks closed. 30,000 New York City jobs disintegrated, 5,000 businesses bankrupted, 19 railroads ceased operating, dozens of U.S. industrial cities imploded, hundreds of thousands were financially ruined. The first global economic crisis ensued. While America panicked, Jeremiah prayed. Almost overnight, not the result of any natural cause, the prayer meetings exploded. Tens, hundreds, thousands that packed the church. I'm going to try to turn off these notifications. I'm sorry. And uh, newspaper editor Horace Greeley counted 6,000 men in 12 simultaneous meetings. The New York Times reported 5,000 daily prayer attendees in the Wall Street district alone, with more than 10,000 in dozens of similar venues. All of these tradesmen were confessing their sins, accepting Christ as Savior, and praying for revival. During the next six months, prayer meetings spread to Philadelphia, Cleveland, and St. Louis, where downtown churches were packed three times per day. In Pittsburgh, 6,000 people gathered. In Washington, D.C., five different meeting times could not accommodate the crowds. New England prayed at 8 a.m., noon 
noon and 6 p.m. In Louisville, the Masonic Temple was packed daily. The Metropolitan Theater in Chicago overflowed with 2,000. One Ohio church had so many converts, they cut a hole in the river ice and baptized in the freezing water. Despite sharp political dissension, riots with police and poverty, hundreds of thousands of men were praying for the salvation of family, neighbors, co-workers, and friends. America's pastors were baptizing an astounding 20,000 people per week. In all, more than 1 million people out of a total population of 31 million were saved because one man prayed. America is in desperate straits today. No amount of government legislation will quell the sin, violence, and rebellion of our time. We have only one hope. Will you pray? Will you start a daily prayer group in your home, business, church, or school? Will you intercede for our perverse nation and cry out for mercy? In 1857, one man prayed. In 2020, will you be that one that starts to pray? Isn't that encouraging? I mean, God is in control of all this, and he can take care of it. We just need to pray and trust him to do it. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.